Episode 8 with Timothy Alexander on the Nine Point Start of the Dream podcast. Hey guys, welcome to the Nine Point Start of the Dream podcast, where our goal is to get the story of athletes and the thing that supports them through being real and authentic about their journey. I'm your host, Jacoby Gillum. Today's special guest is Timothy Alexander, fired by TA. He may remember his story from UAB football and how he helped bring that program back, back on campus. We talk a little bit about his early journey as an athlete, the big dream that he had, projects that really changed his life. Most importantly, his new book, Ever Faithful, Ever Loyal. Just kind of how it kind of condenses all of his journey together and how he's using this platform now to kind of help inspire not only athletes, but everyone around the community as well and help and let them know about all about perspective. You can bounce back from anything for your mind too. Great episode. He really brought the heat here, and hope you enjoy. Look into it. I mean, how are you doing? I'm doing well on yourself. Can't complain. Can't complain. How are you doing, man? I've been busy for you. Man, busy day, bro. Thank you so much for the opportunity, man. Oh uh, no, thank you for coming on. I really appreciate hearing more your yes, story. Yes, sir. The question I like to start with for everyone that comes on is: When you were younger as an athlete, what was one of your biggest dreams or goals? So one of the things that was big for me as I was a young athlete, I just really wanted to take care of my family. Um, my mom was a single parent mom who raised three young men on her own. And so I just wanted to play any type of sport that was going to give me the opportunity to take care of my mom, to take care of my community, and just to be that level of resource for my family. That was my number one mission. And all that I did was to take care of my family and to take care of my mom and to really take care of those that really depended on me. Awesome. I love that. So what was, like, your game plan to make the dream a reality from an early age was just, like, thinking straight, I'm going to go to college and go straight to the pros? Right. So my thing was, you know, I wanted to, of course, go to the NFL. Every person wanted to go. But it it was for me not just to say, oh, I want to go to the NFL one day. I wanted that to be my job. That was going to be how I provide for, again, my mom, for my city and my community. Because where I come from, a lot of young men don't make it out. Um, and so I was excited that I had a God-given talent to be able to play basketball, football, uh, track, and wrestling, and all these different things. But I just wanted to do something great. That's how I wanted to provide for the city and community that stood for me. So going to the NFL would have been an honor for me. And it was also the last words that my brother spoke out to me was, you know, Tim, I want you to make it to the NFL. You got all the potential in the world. And that's what I really wanted to do. And I thought about the NFL every single day. I used to have posters and quotes and stats and different things hanging up in my locker because I wanted to track all the things that I needed to do to get me to the NFL. I'm so glad you mentioned that because I, I think a lot of these athletes, a lot of athletes in general have that same mentality. I know I did growing up. You know, you want to you be great in your sport, not just for yourself, but to provide a better lifestyle for your, your mom, your grandma, your, your brother, your sister, your dad. You want to kind of put on for your city as well. So I'm glad you kind of spoke on your passion, your why for wanting to be great. So for those listening that do not know um, your story completely about the accident that really changed your life um, in high school, can you explain more about that story and how it kind of propelled you to who you are today? Yes, sir. So I had my accident on October 28, 2006. The, the day before my accident, I had to lead and block as a tight end to send my team to the playoffs. We had not made it to, to the playoffs in about seven years, man. So that was a big time for us on Friday night football. And I remember jumping into my coach arm and my coach saying, Tim, you're going to go to school. You're going to be able to take care of your parents. You're going to be able to do the things that meant so much to you. And less than 24 hours, I was in a very bad, horrific car accident 
where a two-year-old baby was in my arms and my fellow, my friend fell asleep behind the wheel. And before we went off the cliff, I risked my life to punch the window out and throw a two-year-old baby out the window before we went down a huge cliff that left me paralyzed from the neck down and, and was brain dead. And doctors told me I would never be able to read, write, twist, and talk. And I mean, this all happened within a blink of an eye. I tell people, I was walking one day and rolling the next, man. I mean, that's what kind of happened with my life. Not even a full 24 hours. Wow. Okay. You punched out the window, threw the baby out, just take the baby's life, and then you think about yours. That's, that's amazing right there. Yes, sir. So, so, so when you kind of realized you were paralyzed, like what was like your initial like emotions? So actually when I, when I kind of came out of my coma and all these different things, I was telling people, like, I'm going to be back. I'll be to school next week. I'm going to come back and do what I got to do. And my uncle came in the room and was like, Tim, the doctor said, man, you'll never walk again. I mean, you're paralyzed. You, 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 they, you, you didn't respond well. And my uncle kept it real with me, man. And I'm like, wow, it hit me. It hit me in my chest. Like, I'm 17 years old. I'm thinking I got the whole world ahead of me. Now I just hit like a huge rock bottom. And that's the thing about my accident. The reason why I have so much passion, the reason why I'm so driven, the reason why I just tell people all the time, we don't need it to be easy. We just need it to be possible because you're looking at a guy that had an opportunity that was going to have opportunities to go and play anywhere in the state that was ranked a lot in the country and just was going to go out there and do some great things. I just had to show up and perform, which I was going to do. But at that point in time in my life, when I was 17, man, my life was jacked up. I went from being this big guy, this 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 athletic bill guy, to the next day wearing the pins. The people got to wipe my mouth. People got to, you know, they had to come in and tell me, blink your eyes if you can hear me. So I went through a lot, man, but I made it through a lot, all because when my dream came back, I never let go of it. What helped you? Keep, get that fire back, you know. I mean, it's easily been like I'm gonna just kind of just call it and chill, but you're like, nah, there, there's more to my life that I want to make it a purpose, right? Well, believe it or not, the first two, three years of my car accident, depression beat me up, suicidal beat me up. I tried to take my life, I was very depressed. I stopped talking to my friends because I couldn't understand out of three people, out of three people in the car, how I'm the only one that got hurt. I couldn't understand, like, why me, why me? And I spent so many years mad at God, mad at my mom, just hating people, hating the world. I didn't even want to be here, man. I used to tell my mom, just let me die. Pull the plug, man. I don't want to be here anymore. But i never forget, I just was crying one day saying, why me? Why me? And one of my boys asked, said to me, Tim, why not you? Why not you? You know, God doesn't put more on you than you can bear. And I heard my grandfather, he told me, he said, Tim, what you're going through is not for you. It's for you to help someone get through this. So you got to be the hero. You got to make it through this. So you got to turn around and help someone. And it was that day that I found out in myself that as soon as I got to get up, as I make it through this situation, I got to go and help people make it through their situation. And so that's how I came up with two quotes, the, we don't need it to be easy. We just need it to be possible. And then another quote that I'm often known for quoting saying is, it's not about what you go through. It's about what you grow through. And so I went so many years of my life just going through suicidal thoughts, just going through being depressed, just going through the motion. But then when I finally tapped into my dreams and wanted to 
live a purpose-driven life, I said, you know what? I'm not going to just go through situations anymore. I'm going to grow through it. I'm going to grow every single day. So I started figuring out, okay, the nerves and our cells start growing back. So I got to take it. I got to take responsibility on my own terms to eat right, to work out, to do what I could. And I tell people all the time, a lot of us get it twisted, man. Before I could ever sit up in the chair, I had to sit up in the bed. So it was a process to my therapy before they, you know, I tell people all the time, if you drinking water and you can swallow on your own, you doing good because they popped a hole in my throat. They, uh, when I used to want to drink water, they used to have to take a little sponge toothbrush, dip it in a cup of water and let those drips drop in my mouth and I couldn't swallow. So my life was a process and I never forget, I used to be excited to know oh, I get to sit on the side of the bed for 10 minutes today because I remember I couldn't even sit up because after you've been laying down for so many for so long, when you go to get set up, you're so dizzy. And so the first time I sat on the bed, man, I'm spinning like, man, sitting on the bed on the side of the bed harder than what we really think it is. So I learned very quickly in my process to be thankful over the little things because I knew greater was ahead. So when we talk about perspectives, when we talk about the mind over champion, when we talk about the mindset over champion, I go back to the basics. I go back to fundamental mental thoughts. I go back to fundamentals, man, because fundamentals and, and basic fundamentals is what helped me uh, be in front of you today. Is what helped this world know who inspired by TA because I count the cost. Of, my, of those small things that I went through, man, it really set me up for success. Love it, man. So for anyone listening that's like an athlete right now that's going through something, you know, whatever it may be, what would be your, your, like your advice for them to kind of just to, to know that you got to push through it or just how to kind of... Yeah, I, I tell them, make it count. Regardless if you're not playing, if you're not getting that PT that you want, don't complain, work it out. You know, it took me 11 years to take 12 steps. I say it again. It took me 11 years to take 12 steps. And a lady rolled down her window the other day when I was on the side of the road going across the street. And she said, sir, I thought you was walking. I said, I am walking, ma'am, but I'm not walking yet on my own. But it is coming because I'm thankful for the little things. So those athletes that life may, life may you know, be sour to them right now, just keep your head up. Keep your mind, see it through, and always remember that you're only facing what other men have met. Because I understood this, that as athletes, man, the difference between the, the, the Hall of Fame and just the athlete is the Hall of Fame is just committed every single day. And an athlete, he tucks his tail when he don't get to play and he don't get to get as many minutes as he wants. But you can't look at it like that. You got to be thankful, number one, that you have the name to be called an athlete. And you got to be thankful that you get an opportunity to be on the team. So you're looking at a guy that was very fortunate to be called an athlete, still fortunate to be a part of the athlete, but I ought to be called an, ath an, an athlete. But I just would let them know that it could always be worse. And it's someone in this world that wish they could switch places with you. They wish they had a dorm. They wish they had a team to be on. They wish they had lived their life on the schedule, but they can't. And some people would never be able to live that. So if I could give any, any message of hope to any athletes out there, make it count, take advantage of your time, because tomorrow is not promised. And you can't say you want to be great if you ain't practicing. You can't say you want to be great if you're not eating right. You can't say if you want to be great if you're hanging around a bunch of losers. That ain't going to happen. So what does that mean, T.A.? I wanted to walk again, so I stopped hanging around people who were just in wheelchairs. I stopped feeling 
feeling bad about myself, and I start going to gyms. I start going back out to catch footballs with receivers. I start working out, just getting out of that environment that was coming for me and was just putting myself in an uncomfortable environment. So I tell people, man, I'm, I'm so far out there right now. There, it ain't no one that can come out there and help me. I got to help myself because that's how far I'm out there in my dreams and my goal and in my faith. It's either sink or swim, man, and I got to keep on swimming. I think this is must be the message people to hear. Like, I think it's so true what you're saying right there. So, so you wrote this book. It's, yeah. I just, I just got my copy right here, and it's Ever Faithful, Ever Loyal. Yes, sir. But what's this book all about? It's about my story, man, from tragedy to triumph. It's about how a young man who they said would never be able to, to rewrite, twist, and talk, that was a brain injury, he walked on to the team in the wheelchair and became one of the first paraplegics in D1 history to receive a full ride in football. He also helped bring back UAB football, bowling and rifle, when the program was shut down in 2014. And in six months, he rallied the troops and helped raise over $48 million for other people's dreams. And my number one message was, it's not about TA, it's all about UAB. Because I seen how my dream was taken away from me, and I couldn't let someone else's dream be taken away from them. And so what I've been able to do is leave a legacy that will outlive my life, and people will be able to go out and get careers and, and do a lot of different things, man. So that story is about a young man that went through so much as he was young, that went through so much of tragedies, that, that lost his brother, house burned down, had a bad relationship with his mom. But that same way, that same way that young man was counted out at the beginning, he was counted in at the end, man. So it's just a story of showing people, again, we don't need it to be easy. We just need it to be possible. And that's my story, the ever faithful, ever loyal. Awesome, T.A. I'm excited to dive into your book, my man. I can just tell by the way the passion that you speak with that this book is definitely one that's going to really inspire a lot of people and change some lives. I don't want to hold you up too long. I know you have that. I know you have that event tonight. But um, what can people find more about you and your social media websites or anything? Yeah, so they can find me on social media on inspiredbyta.com. Inspiredbyta.com. Inspiredbyta is my Instagram and my Twitter, and my website is inspiredbyta.com. And I'm also on Facebook as Timothy Alexander. And so I'm a motivational speaker. I speak on perspective. I speak on resilience. And I speak on, you know, we don't need it to be easy. We just need it to be possible. And I believe that that, that covers every category of excuse we want to make in our life. It won't always be easy, but it will be possible if you make it possible. We don't need it to be easy. It needs to be possible. Yes, sir. Uh, man, I appreciate you coming on, man. Like, I think, like, your message is so true. I remember my first thought of your steps on the football field. I was like, that's something right there, man. Like, Yes, sir. Like about perspective and, you, and you're proving to show and just like if, you, if your mind and your heart's into it and you got the faith in God and like right nothing hey faith will take you as high as you as faith will take you as far as you want to go man but I salute you I've been following you man I've been seeing your growth just keep doing what you're doing and keep sharing the stories because I tell people all the time my mom used to tell me this and this is why I think you, you, you it's so it's so superior on what you're doing Everybody want to be like Mike, but everybody don't know what Mike went to went through to be Mike. You know what I'm saying? Everybody want to be like LeBron, but they don't know what LeBron went through. So don't just say, man, I want to be like him. I want to be like him because you don't know this man used to be depressed. You don't know this man that life was counted down. But you see, you see the superstar when you turn on a TV. 
So one of the things that I want people to know that before they say, oh, man, he's a great guy, I want them to know just as much as I'm a great guy, I went through a great amount of tragedy, but I made it through because I grew through it, man. So keep doing what you're doing because I truly believe today social media has painted a very, very bad picture. And everybody think that success is instant. Yes, success can be instant, but it can be instantly taken away as well. So you got to learn to not be successful, but to sustain at being successful. There's a difference. That's, man, that's perfect. That's a big dream. You got to know how to get there. Correct. Man, man, appreciate you again for taking the time to do this. Enjoy the rest of your night and keep inspiring, boss. Yes, sir. Hold it down, bro. Thanks for checking out this episode of the Nine Point Starter with the Dream Podcast. I was your host, Jacoby Gillum. If you enjoyed this episode, please comment, share, leave a review. Love to hear your thoughts. You can check out more about what we're doing with Nine Point at ninepoint.com. Till the next episode, talk to you soon.